This podcast is intended for adults 18 years and older. It contains explicit language and sexual situations. All thoughts and opinions expressed are of our own and not of those of any specific group, employer, or individual, and is not intended to take as professional advice. Welcome to the Foreplay Podcast. Join the journey, experiences, and sexual adventures of two high school sweethearts navigating through the swinging lifestyle as millennials. Come along for the ride. Dare to play. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Foreplay Podcast. It's Bella. This is Jace. This is a sexy story time podcast for you guys today, and it happened in Houston. So we went to Colette Houston for the very first time. We are typically Colette Dallas goers because that's our home club. We live in the Dallas area, and we went to go check out Colette Houston. And uh, we did have a sexy story time that happened in Houston. And it's funny because every time... We've only been to Houston twice, Mm -hmm. but every time we go to Houston, it's always been a kind of a crazy story. So the last time we were in Houston was 2015, Probably. 2016, Probably. Some, a long time ago. And Jace, why don't you tell us why we were there and what we did and the cool thing that happened. So we used to do <laughs> photography a long time ago. We wanted to be catalog type photographers, model type photographers, and that's like what we were pursuing for a while. Our dream was to be a photographer for Victoria's Secret or Sports Illustrated. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, and so Sports Illustrated always has a swimsuit issue. And they had this event, it only happened one year, and it was called Vibes. At the release of the swimsuit issue of Sports Illustrated, they had a party. And pretty much all the models that were in the magazine came down for this event. And the event was two days. You went to this hotel, they had a signing where you got to meet all the models. They signed the magazine for you. They And then at night, they had food. It was almost like an outdoor little event. Miguel performed. There was areas that you could go and try professional chef's food. There was Graham Elliott made this little meal. Chrissy Teigen was there cooking because she was in the magazine that year. Chrissy Teigen fed both of us. It was wild. It was just such a cool <laughs> experience. We got to meet all these people. And, and these models we looked up to so much because this is the job we wanted to do. So we got to meet all these people that were heroes. So you got to meet these photographers and makeup artists. And it was such a cool experience. Like I loved we met John Legend. I mean, it was oh, yeah, we so met John Legend. cool. And we met the editor for Sports Illustrated and, and told her how much of inspiration she was to us. And it, it, it was just crazy. Every time we go to Houston, it seems like it's just crazy. Now so, Houston got a lot to live up to. I know. So the next time we go, oh my God, what the heck is going to happen? <laughs> this one is not quite as crazy. I mean, yeah, I, I it guess it depends. It's not as crazy, but I think still that, crazy in a different way. Yeah. I feel like to most people, this is probably crazier to them than, than meeting yeah, but to, models to this, that we looked up to. But to us, this is a this is a casual Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, we are such sluts. <laughs> the fact that is so true, actually. It's like, yeah, we barely ever meet models. We, could, we fought couples. I mean semi-regularly on Saturday, so... Not semi-regularly. I mean, like, like 10% of the time we go. (laughs) But every time we travel, it seems like we do happen to find a couple. Which brings us to today's story time. (laughs) So we go to Colette Houston. It's our very first time there. We're hanging out. We had posted on our social media that we were going to be there that night. And this super cute couple comes up and lets us know that they saw that we were going to be here and they are listeners of the podcast and we hung out got to know them and they were so sweet and we love whenever 
people come up to us and tell us that they have heard the podcast or have watched our YouTube or, or something that we've or follow us on TikTok or Instagram, wherever it is. And we love hearing all of your guys' stories. And it is so touching to the both of us whenever we hear that we're part of your stories in a way. But okay, I don't want to get too sappy because this is supposed to be a sexy story. <laughs> so we're going to call this this couple Hannah and Jacob. We watched Crazy Stupid Love last night. And <laughs> so we're going to call them Hannah and Jacob from <laughs> Crazy Stupid Love. Yeah, so you can just uh, imagine Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. <laughs> <laughs> There's Hannah and Jacob from Crazy Stupid Love. And so why don't you talk about how we kind of moved into the play after we we got to know them for quite a bit we yes. were talking for at least an hour or two yeah we were talking for a long yeah. time and then me and you went to go do something and they went to go dance and so i don't remember what we were doing but we did something and then we saw them on the dance floor and me and you had the discussion of hey if you know if our rules line up if they're into us i i like her how do you feel about him we'd have that talk that we always had and we were both really into them and so i saw them on the dance floor and then we went there and I was like, okay, let's go start dancing with them. That's a great way to kind of break the ice, the touch barrier. So at first you started dancing with her and I was dancing with you and he was dancing with her, you know? So it was the normal couples together and the girls dancing, which I feel like yeah. is a very classic. Girls are facing each other. We're hanging out. We didn't kiss at this point yet, but we were sexy dancing. If yeah. You could and say. then the normal thing happened where it switches. Yep. And then I started dancing with her. You started dancing with him. And also it wasn't anything crazy. I was just kind of touching her hips and pulling her close. I, mean, I didn't kiss her or anything, but just very sensual, fun dancing. It's always sexy. I like starting dancing. I think that that's a fun way to start by breaking a touch barrier through dancing. Yeah, breaks the ice in an easy way. And they had some fun music playing, and so that was good. And we either end up both needing to go to the bathroom, but we head towards the bathroom. And there's some tables kind of right by the bathroom. And so whenever Jason and I left out of there, Jacob and Hannah were kind of standing right over by those tables. And so we go and we talk a little bit more. And I was just feeling forward that night, I guess, because I said something along the lines of, hey, do you guys want to see if there's a room back there? <laughs> or do you guys want to go check out the playrooms? One of those things I said, something about let's go playroom. <laughs> Yep. And so we all walk back there. It was our first time at this location. This location has a huge ass shower. And so I wanted to go back there to see if anybody was in there, but I also wanted to use it, but just put my hand in there to say that, oh yeah, I used that shower at Colette Houston. <laughs> and so we turned on the the shower and we, we both got in a little... I, well, at least so, I did. I did took you? My, I put my hand in it. That's yeah, it. That, that's all. Yeah, I say we get in. We just touched it. <laughs> but we did see the, they have rain shower, waterfall shower things. There were so many. Uh, this one has a, imagine a sauna where you can sit above. Yeah. And so you can go in and, and sit there. We didn't go over there, but nobody was even using a shower. So we did that. And then we were like, okay, well, that was fun. And so we go look for a playroom. The, most of them were taken, but we head to the very back one in the back corner, and there was a semi-private room with three beds, not next to, not connected, but there was a little bit of space in between. But the three beds 
in close proximity to each other and the door was completely shut and so this one was a completely private room you could open the door to make sure to see if there was a bed but you did have to be participating so if the beds were taken you couldn't go in there and jason i really like the more private e areas we don't like being in like the huge exhibitionist room and so there was an open bed in the very back corner so we head back there once we got back there we talked about all of our rules made sure everything overlapped just like we always do it that's like that is the most important part to us is making sure that all of our rules align and making sure that everyone is comfortable so we talked about all of our rules and then you and her started first and you guys started kissing and then and like undressing each other and me and him were both standing off to the side of the bed, taking our clothes off while we were watching you guys sexually taking each other's clothes off <laughs> while I was just getting out of them like a, you know, a gym, lo- gym locker room just trying to get them <laughs> off. We were making out. This is kind of funny because she said, are you a clit girl or a penetration girl? And I really liked that she asked that. I, I love whenever you're able to be comfortable enough with other play partners where you just openly ask that's why we always ask about rules and and what people like and we always ask about this kind of plays in later but we always ask hey do you guys have any fantasies that you haven't done jason i love trying to fulfill fantasies for couples too or or other people and so uh, she asked that and i was like oh thank you for asking i'm a clit girl (laughs) and she said i'm a clit girl too and so that was fun. We were the same there. Um, sucked each other's nipples. And she put me down. She ate me out. I flipped her over. I ate her out. Super hot. Super sensual. After we did girl girl stuff, we Jason and I usually like starting together. And so we did the good old trusty. I got on top of you, sucked your dick, and then started riding you. <laughs> I did choke you this time, though, while you are riding me. I feel like that is our go-to. You suck my dick. And I, if you've heard our stories... 95 percent that's how they start yeah <laughs> but i love that and i love doing that so it was a great way to start we like to do that because we feel connected at the beginning before we even it's like you go in and you're with your partner first so then it's not going in and just completely swapping with the other people and then you don't have a connection but it's not necessary for us we have played before even recently where we went in and everyone kind of we talked so long that everyone knew each other already and so we veered off in yeah that sometimes way, it's like it's fun too because sometimes it's very flirty like you're really with the guy i'm really flirty with the girl and then everyone's just so into each other just kind of starts yeah and so we don't have to because we used to for a while it was a rule that like yeah. we had to but as we've gotten more comfortable and had more discussions and this is a cool thing that people that are newer to the lifestyle that you definitely need to realize is that was never a rule and then we made it a rule that we had to start together and now that rule is something that we like to do but we don't have to so it's totally normal for your rules to change and flow and not have a rule then have a rule then change it I, you can do that and it's perfectly normal in the lifestyle so but we do prefer it so that is how we started this time while we were doing that they actually almost mirrored it so they were doing the same thing she was giving him head she got on top of him she was riding him and she actually started choking him which i on when she was on top and jason and i's dynamic i'm very submissive and so i don't do that to other men and so i was like that's pretty hot and so i don't know if she saw you and did that or whatever i don't know if we were both married i don't remember seeing her do that while you were choking me but i remember looking over I was like oh shit that's hot and then 
we do that for a while and I say, should we switch or shall we switch? And then she says, yes, she gets over and we do switch. And he, so Jacob asked me if I was more dominant or submissive. And I thought that was really cool too. Cause she asked if I, like what I liked. And so we really appreciated that with this couple. Most, I feel like no one ever asked me that before. And so I told him I was more submissive. <laughs> and what were you guys doing? Well, I just want to say, it made me laugh, too, because the way you said, shall we switch, it happened in another story time <laughs> with this couple that we're really close to, and the girl said that, and it we talk about it all the time, and it makes us laugh, so the fact that you said that, like, me and you were both laughing when they were switching, because I was thinking back to this moment when this other girl said that, because you said it in this funny voice, just like our friend did, and it just made me laugh, because I just I think, wasn't expecting it, and it I, was, <laughs> I think it was subconscious too. Like it just came out because as an inside joke, we, we say it so much. And so I didn't even mean to say it that way, but it just came out that way. So that was funny. Yeah, it just made me laugh. And so we switched. Yeah, like you said, she came over and then Hannah started sucking my dick. You were sucking his dick. I find that's also a very normal way to mm. start when you swap. I don't know exactly if she asked you the same exact thing, but I know I heard you both saying something about switch. Like, you guys were both switches, or you said that you were a switch, and so I don't know what you guys said there, but then she got on top of you. Yeah, so, and if you don't know what a switch is, it's a person that is normally dominant, let's say, or normally more submissive, but with the right person can flip roles and kind of flip back and forth. And so I am normally very dominant with girls, but if a girl likes to be dominant back, I don't mind being submissive for periods of time. In the, I couldn't, like, I don't like to be submissive the whole entire time, but at times I like that. And so she started sucking my dick and she was like, I really want to fuck you. And so then she started riding me and we were really going at it. So this is where the switch thing plays into. We had talked about earlier when we were talking about our rules, we had talked about choking and she was riding me and I had touched her boobs. I had choked her some whenever she was writing me because she said she liked to be choked earlier in the night. And then she asked me, do you like to be choked? And the only, I've been choked a couple times by girls, but no one had ever asked me. They just kind of did it, which startled me. And that's not really, in my opinion, the best way to go about choking. So I like, I always ask girls, hey, do you like to be choked? Do you want to be choked before I do it to make sure that everyone's feeling comfortable? This podcast is brought to you by us, Bella and Jays. If you're looking for any kind of apparel, hats, t-shirts, backpacks, swimsuits, all lifestyle stuff, upside down pineapple stuff, we have the best lifestyle stuff on the market. You can find all of that at foreplay.com slash shop. That's the number four, O-U-R-P-L-A-Y.com slash shop. If you guys are at a party and maybe it's a little bit slow, you're looking for some excitement, maybe you wanna have some conversation going, we have the perfect solution for you for play the game. It is a lifestyle icebreaker game. It is a digital and physical version now. So if you want to be on the phone, you want to be on a card, we have you for both of them. But basically, it just helps get the conversation flowing. It can help things move towards play if that's what you're looking for. Make sure to check it out at foreplay.com games. If you're looking to book a lifestyle vacation, using our links helps us out a ton and doesn't cost any extra for you. We do have some coupon codes on our site as well. You can find all of that information at foreplay.com travel. Lastly, we now offer coaching. It is two on two personalized coaching 
for lifestyle couples, whether you are already in it and looking for some help along your way, maybe you're just dipping your toes and you have no clue where to start or you're completely lost, we are there for you. So make sure to go to foreplay.com coaching to check it out. Now back to the show. So she asked me, I was like, well, you know what? Why don't you, yeah, go for it and let me, I mean, I like to try new things and I wanted to see in a very, in a way where someone asked me and I was ready for it and then they did it. So she's riding me and then she starts choking me. And it wasn't for a super long time. It was for maybe 20 or 30 seconds, but I did enjoy it. I like choking more than being choked, but when someone's really into it, it was sexy. So she was riding me, she was choking me, and we did that for a little bit, and then I kind of took her hand off my throat, I choked her again, and it was this back and forth. And I don't know, it was it was a cool dynamic. So what were you guys doing at that time? I think it's hot when you do that. Because I'm, I, I can switch, or I feel good switching when I'm with women, but I feel so weird when I try to switch with men. And so watching you being able to do it, because this is maybe the, like the third, maybe fourth time that you've had a dynamic like this with a play partner, and so I thought it was really hot. But I was riding Jacob, and we, so she and I were next to each other, shoulder to shoulder, and I always like whenever there's a four person, we're we could touch in different ways, right? So I'm riding him, we're making out, me and Hannah are making out, she's sucking my nipples while we're both riding each other's spouses. It's so, <laughs> it's hot. so hot. And I really like seeing the other couple connect while we're fucking the other couple. And I push her down to make out with her husband. So they're kissing while she's riding Jace and I'm fucking him and then I'm holding your balls a little bit and like playing with your balls while she's making out with him and oh my god it was so hot and then knowing she was a clit girl whenever she got back up there were times where I was revving her clit when I was still riding Jacob. It was I really love that dynamic. After we finish both riding, I get in missionary and then he, Jacob starts eating me out. And that was hot, he was doing that for a while. I think you guys were doggy at this point. Yeah, I started fucking her doggy and I, I was fucking her doggy and then I, I was pulling her hair and I took her by her hair and pulled her up to me and then kind of grabbed her face and pulled it towards me and started making out while I was fucking her. So it's not doggy anymore, it's almost a, kneeling yeah but in a doggy type back to chest yeah i yeah. don't know how to describe that <laughs> whatever that position is called i don't know what it is but then she wanted to go eat you out i know that we fucked that way for a while and then we moved but what what were you guys doing at that point? he he put me missionary he started eating me out i told him i wanted him to fuck me so then he starts fucking me missionary and we do that for a while and then i started giving him head so now he's still laying down missionary while I'm sucking his dick. And at this point, she, I, I see you and her get up yeah. and kind of come behind me. Yeah. So she said she wanted to eat you out from the back. And so she was off the edge of the bed and eating you out. And I was playing with her while she was eating you out and you were sucking his dick. So it was almost like a train yeah. going on. <laughs> Cute. Which is really sexy. So fun. We did a then, lot of really good four-way positions yeah. in this this play session. And then one of the things that, I don't know why it's sticking with me so heavily, but one of the things that was the hottest to me during this whole play session was this part right here. After she finished eating you out, I started kissing her and 
I pushed her against the wall because there was very little space in between this bed and the wall. I mean, maybe a foot, a foot and a half. Like, it's very tight. And so I pushed her against the wall and I was choking her and like pushed her head against the wall and making out with her. And she just goes, fuck. And it was just so hot. There was something about how she said it and you could see her eyes. Like, she was just so into it. And that's always so sexy, right? And so after she did that, she pushed me onto the bed and was like, I want you to fuck me, which is also hot. I feel like whenever you feel wanted, it feels sexy to me. And we actually, we actually talked about this, that Bella's, if you listen to the podcast, we know Bella has a praise kink, <laughs> but we started talking almost a month ago after an experience and realized that not to the same extent as you, but I also do have a praise kink. I just never realized it. I like being told that something is good or someone wants to fuck me or something like that makes me feel good. And it's not the and same. It turns ex- you on yeah. more, and it makes you get even more into what you're doing, and you fuck her harder, and like yeah, all that, so. like when I feel very wanted, mm-hmm. and it's not like I don't normally feel wanted, but when people verbalize that they want you, it's different or than physically. Even, yeah, than show. even just when it's physically, like when it's oh, physically yeah. plus verbally, it's this extra thing. And as we were talking about this on a car drive, some a couple of the past experiences we've had. Some girls did some things like that, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, I got maybe a I, too. I have one too, <laughs> which is cool to discover these things after eight years and not knowing, and then having new discussions and unlocking these part of you that you part of you that you didn't even realize was part of you. She pushes me on the bed, which also is a very switch thing to do. That's the first time I've ever had a woman push me onto a bed, and so she's like, "I want you to fuck me." She puts me onto the bed, and then I started fucking her missionary and so me and her start fucking missionary and then were you still sucking his dick or what were you doing at that point the timing i don't really know exactly when it happened with what you guys were doing but what we were doing so after you guys had left i was maybe sucking his dick for not that much longer and then he lifts my chin up and then he gets over close to me and then he says are we two givers trying to give (laughs) and i said we are (laughs) And that it was it was funny because like we just both get joy. Jacob and I both get joy from from giving, you know. And so um, he he's really close to me. We're kind of I don't know how to explain it. We're face to face, but I'm on my knees, straddled a little bit, and he's under me. And then he starts to finger me like really hard and really good and so that was really hot and while we were doing that I was whispering shit in his ear and like making out with him and that's something I don't usually do so I felt like that was different for me. I had been fucking her missionary while you're doing that and I stopped fucking her missionary and then you guys she got up and sat on her knees and then you guys were sitting next to each other while me and him were laying down and then you asked them if they had ever had any fantasies they wanted to do but hadn't done before. And she said that she he's never had a double blowjob. And so <laughs> I volunteer as tribute. I love double blowjobs. Oh my god, we gave a really hot double blowjob. I mean, I love sucking dick with another woman who really loves to suck dick too. Yeah. And I could tell she really liked to do it. And so we were licking up and down his shaft like a lollipop, like a big ass rectangular popsicle lollipop. <laughs> we were making out on top of the, on top of his dick, on his head, or switching it. I was twisting while her face was in it and oh my god, it was so it was a really, really good double blowjob. And so that was really hot and so we were 
I was happy to be able to fulfill a fantasy for them. And I don't, this probably comes back to both of our praise kings <laughs> that we just want to, to please and want to fulfill things if we can. And so then I tell him that I want to make him come. And I brought it back to Jay's, this happened, one of our very first experiences uh, was a soft swap. And she said to Jace, I want, while she was giving him head, I want to taste you. Yeah, which was such a line. To this day, Jay says that's one of the best lines he's ever received. And so I took a note from that. And this was the first time I said it. So I said it to Jacob. And I said, I want to taste you. Going down on him, giving him head. And until he comes in my mouth. And that's my favorite way. Yeah, And if any of you guys are looking <laughs> for lines, the two that have shook me to my core that I still think <laughs> about is I want to taste you. And then I came one time with a girl and she swallowed it and said i fucking love how much you come those two things stick in my mind so clearly of things that people have said to me and so i didn't do that second one so with him i after he came in my mouth i went over and i kissed him but i did not say that i don't think it would have been two. a double whammy i don't think you need two so i think one yeah we don't want to we don't want to <laughs> overwhelm someone we don't want an aneurysm from two lines that are too sexy i'll tell him that next time but uh <laughs> So she had told me, because you had, we had said, hey, you're going to make him come. And she was like, I really want to make you come. And I said, okay, how, cause I, how do you like for someone to come to you? Because, you know, some girls don't like it in their mouth or they like it certain places. And she was like, I want you to come however you want to come. Just don't get in my eyelashes. That's all I care about. And I was like, okay, fair. I can, I can do that. And I had actually seen this porn or it was a gif on Reddit or something two or three days earlier. And in this video, this guy, and, and Hannah really liked to be choked a lot. And I asked her if I did this, because like, this is, I feel like, an advanced way to come with somebody. And I was like, in this porn, I saw this guy, and this girl was sucking his dick. She was laying down on her back. And when he came, he, he was, like, choking her and then came in her mouth. I was like, that, I know that's a lot, so I don't, I don't need to do that. But she's like, no, that sounds hot. And I was like, okay, well, then me too. So... I get on top of her, and so I'm almost kneeling over her boobs, and she's just sucking my dick, and she gives a great head, she's sucking my cock, using your hands, everything, and then whenever I'm about to come, I choke her, and then she opens her mouth, and then I just come all in her mouth, and then she swallowed it, and so like some come like around her face a little bit. And then I was like, oh my God, you are so fucking hot. And I started making out with her. And it was, oh, and it was just so sexy. And then we like looked over and you had made him come. Not much before she had me made me come. It was, it was a pretty similar timing. Yeah. Like we came at pretty similar times. And then we all just kind of talked about it for a second. It was so sexy. It was so hot. It was so fun. Yeah. And I, we've, we've had some... We've had some questions about how can we always hear about how the guys come, but we don't hear about how like the women come. And since I can't speak for the other women who, because you know they're not on the podcast with us, and it, for me, it's just it's very difficult for me to come, and it doesn't happen often with other people. Uh, and since these experiences are with with other people, I don't talk about it very often. But I get joy from it's not the coming part for me that is the most fun 
So that's why you don't hear, that's why you hear so much about how the guys come or how Jace comes and how you don't hear about me. It's not because I'm not being pleasured or getting pleasured. It's because honestly, I think I have performance anxiety <laughs> and it just doesn't happen very often and it's completely okay. So I did want to give that disclaimer because I know we have, especially in the last four or five <laughs> story times, it's been a very fun finishing moment for the guys but whenever me and you fuck when yeah, we're by like ourselves alone. you come because we really take the time and i feel like you don't feel that because pre- i think what happens to you is you take longer to come and normally mm-hmm. you have to be fucked and touch yourself it's it's this longer session when we do that and i think that for whatever reason you start to feel I just bad, feel bad. Because, and like, you don't need to. We talked about that, but you still do. I just don't want to take too long. And like, I know no one that thinks that, people, but no, I feel, and then I just I, I think about it too much, and then I'm like, they're probably getting tired. <laughs> and then you can't because you're in your head. Yeah, and so then it's not even fun for me. So that's why I don't you know, try to come. And again, like Hannah asked me earlier, like I'm a clit girl. You know, actually I do want to get a toy. I think having that vibrator with me and being able to use it would, would help. But honestly, even with a Hitachi plug-in wand, sometimes it takes a long time anyway. So I still think there's a possibility that if we were in a play session with other people, I would still get in my head. Anyways. But it couldn't hurt to try. Yeah. Because we had a friend who had one that wasn't that small but smaller than Hitachi and she used it when I was fucking her and came and I was like oh that's really sexy and that's when we had that first conversation and recently you're like I should get one I was like you should get one so we're gonna find a solution (laughs) one day right oh my god this was so fun this this was such an awesome experience it was so hot so sexy and so that's the end that's the end of this this week's story or this specific story time Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> Let's go ahead and head into Bella and Jason's weekly obsessions. obsessions. Tell me your weekly obsessions. Okie dokie. I got two. Um, there is a new song called Chant by Macklemore. I feel like he has not put out a song in a very long time. And it's with Tone Tonight, which is the girl who sings Dance Monkey, Dance Monkey. You know oh, that yeah, song? Yeah, yeah, uh, And I just <laughs> think it's a really good song. I like, I like Macklemore a lot. And so that is my song of the week. And then my other thing is a movie. The movie The Gray Man came out on Netflix. And I really, I like Ryan Gosling. I love Ana de Armas. I think that Chris, which Chris is that? Chris Evans. Evans is great. It was a really great cast. I liked the movie a lot. I saw it didn't get the best reviews, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. I so loved it. those are my two obsessions. What What about you, Megaboo? I did watch it for the actor and actresses over the plot but i felt like the plot lived up to i mean i thought it was really really good and god ryan gosling was hot in that movie especially at the beginning when he was well i don't want to give anything away but in the first 10 minutes ugh, ryan gosling has been my celebrity crush since i can't even remember i mean since high school like i just love him can't wait to watch Barbie and Ken. My weekly obsessions are, so I've really been into Shibari. This is something that I've picked up again in the last couple months, but now doing cosplay Shibari. So there's this girl that I follow on Twitter. She used to do 
cosplay shabar. So she would take the shibari rope in different colors and make it to where it looks like a cosplay. She did a Velma one before, I think she did Nezuko from Demon Slayer, and it was so cool. My skill level isn't quite there yet, but I'm getting more into it. I did a Your Forger one from Spy Family not too long ago. That's great. And uh, I, I thought that it was so cute. And I think the rope brings an extra little pizzazz to the yeah. cosplay and I, and sexy element yeah and you don't see that very often you see lingerie cosplays all the time but you don't see shibari sexy cosplays so I'm trying to make that my thing <laughs> and the other one is a show on netflix it's called how to build a sex room and it's with this interior designer who creates sex rooms for people and for couples and it I love it because it brings a good light and it shines a educational and positive light on alternative relationships and kink. And they even have a non-monogamous group. They have a, a poly family with, with the couple who was doing it for their, their house. Actually, it was just one of the guys' house and his partner who doesn't even live there. But then they had, I think, six other people that was part of their probably five other people part of their poly family. Uh, I mean, like it was that. really cool. And so the fact that they are showing those things and this is in mainstream media, like I, I, it's just, it's what we need as the ethical non-monogamous community be able to be taken seriously and to see why we're in this. And it's not all just sex. I mean, there is a lot that goes into this. And again, this is me, you know, I could talk about this for forever. So I won't get into it, but it, it is really cool. And I like the positivity that it's shining on it. And that is it. So thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. Hopefully this was a fun story time for you guys. And we will talk to you in the next one. Bye. If you'd like to support the show, you can leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening to our podcast. All our information will be listed in the show notes below and on our website, foreplay.com. That's number four, O-U-R-P-L-A-Y.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel where we make videos and vlogs about the swinging lifestyle. Head to foreplay.com slash YouTube to watch and subscribe. We have the ultimate adult party game for the sexually inclined called Foreplay the Game that's both digital and physical. It's perfect for breaking the ice and spicing up any party. You can find more information at foreplay.com games. We also have the best swinger lifestyle, kinky, and adult humor clothing and accessories that you can find at foreplay.com shop. If you're looking to plan a lifestyle destination, booking through our links at foreplay.com travel really helps support the show and helps us be able to continue to create this type of content for you. We're on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, and more. You can find all our current social media accounts at foreplay.com socials. And I have an OnlyFans, which you can find at onlyfans.com slash VIP. We also have a Facebook group and Discord community and would love for you to join us. You can find the direct links in the show notes below. Lastly, we're on SDC and Cassidy at Foreplay, and you can get a free full membership trial by using our link. You can email us at hello at foreplay.com with any questions or comments or head to foreplay.com ask. Again, all our information will be listed in the show notes below, and we thank you so much for listening to our podcast. See you in the next one. Bye!